Get excited, Ness. Hi, Les. Hi, UK. You're what you say? Where are you? Mexico. Oh my God. Mm. Yeah, eating alive again. Eating alive. Oh, that's gorgeous. Uh, don't be fooled. Are they dogs, Barnless? Don't be honest to God. No, that's someone else's dog, but there's wild dogs here. All around the perimeter. Don't feed them. Just up feed them. See there now, I've got the fella to come. I don't know if you can see it. He's put like a, a wire on the gate. I don't know, I'm never going to get out, but I don't need to get out anyway, so that would pass on my No. <laughs> but you'll be okay. I follow this yeah. other girl. She's in Mexico. She does like him. Don't tell me mm. anything, Vicky. No, no, she put a thing up because loads of people were saying to this dog, kept, and they were like, oh, it's your spirit guides and stuff like that. And she's like, movement is medicine and all this and she was like no listen in Mexico that doesn't stand if you feed them then that's it that I have gone should have seen me today should have seen me I was just sitting on this table here just trotted in oh, <laughs> oh my god <laughs> I thought I'm gonna die that's it now life's over goodbye everyone like that the thought like, my head. you know what to look for don't you you know like if to know why like, if a dog's aggressive or if they're just friendly and stuff no know? right so if they've got a tail and the tail goes up and just stays straight and the ears are cocked that's like they're in a they're, that's in like they're in attack mode yeah. but if they're wagging the tail or they're just completely relaxed and disinterested in you you're fine yeah if they're wagging the tail it's fine oh my god i just can't i just can't do it i know I just um and not if you feel like that, nor should you, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then it's not that it's not, yeah, that. It's not yeah, I can't like go oh they'll be wormed and vaccinated up to date and stuff, so you best just like bye. Yeah, no, I'm like that even with friends' pets. Yeah. Definitely not wild dogs in the middle of Mexico. No. How long are you there for? I don't know. No, you enjoying it? Um, I, I had a scary night last night. Like I was scared last night. Um, I'm sure I'll get used to it. I'm, I'm, because I'm the only person here. What on your own? Yeah, it's like isolation. So I've got no transport, and there's no humans. There's and no one else is in these huts. I thought like other people would be here. I did want isolation to be honest. But I did think like there'd be someone close by, but like I'm I'm in the middle of like fields and fields and fields of um cactuses. Oh so there's nothing here. And I'm fine with that. <laughs> the animals. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Miss. Yes, the How did you go from New York to Mexico? Yes, hey, why? Uh, well, I went to Barbados for this. This is why I went to Barbados. And when I got to Barbados, it was Ibiza. Yeah. So I went to Barbados because I had things that I needed to do. And then when I got to Barbados, it was full on Ibiza. It was literally part of the island. And I had a ball, don't get me wrong, but it wasn't contributing to what I wanted to do. And then I thought where was I meant to go? And originally I was meant to go to LA. 
So I stopped off at New York to get to LA. And then when I got to LA, I'd done what I needed to do in LA. And then I thought, where can I go now to get what I wanted in the first place? Oh, my and God. Up here. Yeah, a friend recommended this area to me in Barbados. Um, Toto Santos, it's called, but I'm not actually in Toto Santos. I'm in Pescas, which is like 10 minutes from there. Um, so, yeah, that's where I am. So is it just like a resort that's just got no one in there? No, it's not a resort. It's just, it's just a kitchen. And let me show you. Oh, my God. That's the kitchen. Oh, wow. And the kitchen is in this hut. Just in a hut. So there's no doors or anything. And then that's a little house up there. Oh, wow. The pool looks amazing. Yeah, it, it's lovely, yeah. It's lovely, yeah. And I'm sure, like, I'll be fine. I think it's just first night, you know, getting me bearings and like figuring out what's here and that. Like I went in, there was over 200 moths in there last night with me <gasps> in, in the room. Loads of spiders, loads of different like creatures. And I only had three bites when I woke up, but I've got like 20 now. So I don't know where they've been coming from. Yeah, I've got stuff in that here. I think um, it was just the moths, I think, last night. because there's a, I've got no aircon, it's just a fan above. So the moths were going to the fan, then we, the fan was killing them, and then they were falling down on me in the bed. So I was just like, ah, 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 all night. <laughs> 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 Perfect. Do you want to show time a celebrity to get me out of here? <laughs> I was like, I'm in the fucking jungle. I was like, I'm this close. Like, I better get used to this. I, better, I was thinking, what am I going to do here? What am I going to do? I was like that in the middle of the bathroom. Everyone's gonna be all right. <laughs> <laughs> are you even by the sea or are you just in like the desert? I can see the sea, but it's far away. But it's far away, yeah. Are you talking um, like a couple of miles? I don't know, but I can see it with my eyes. Yeah, but it is, it's um, like, um, it's like it's hotter than Dubai here, you know, that sticky heat, but it's not like gorgeous sun. You know, when you're on holiday and you have nice sun, it's like sticky. Sticky and like humid. Yeah, can't, like can't breathe. Oh. Yeah, but um, I'm sure I'll get used to it over the next few days and they said that it'll be full by the weekend. So here's me crying for isolation and now I'm like, please, someone just come here with me. <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to say, Liz, have I missed the bit where you said, why are you doing all this? Um, no, I don't know why I'm doing it. <laughs> just riding it. Riding you do the journey. You do just riding right. the wave. Oh, God. Oh, my God. But, still, yeah. There I am. Sorry? It looks 100 million times better than where I am. <laughs> no, it is, it is lovely, and it is exactly what I need, I think. Just waking up with the dogs roaming around this morning. Yeah. It just tip me over the edge. Just because it's my fear anyway. Like, that's my biggest fear. I, I really hope you, you don't get a mean ex who's like, oh, like enticing all the dogs. You'd be like, oh. oh my God. No, I'd say, excuse me, love. No. Let me sit down and tell you about this trauma I've got. You were definitely a chihuahua in a past life, Liz. Definitely. Oh, I might have been a cat. No, I think oh, you were a chihuahua. Because <laughs> chihuahuas don't like with the dogs. And chihuahuas oh, are Mexican. And chihuahuas oh, are Mexican. Are <laughs> oh my God. Wow. So, how is everyone? Is everyone okay? Yeah. 
yeah good right i've shared the screen love and after your um are you enjoying your jollies love yeah kids yeah, have a good amazing. time yeah they love her it's brilliant <clears throat> can you hear me okay i'm worrying about my signal yeah, yeah i can hear you Right, can you see that? Yep. Okay, <laughs> like we all look at trauma like Oh my God, I've got trauma. Like trauma is like a big impactful word. That means like we've had some drastic thing happen and like our mum and dad must be terrible. And like, that's just not the case. You can get trauma like just from life. Um, trauma is, um, comes from times when we felt like we've had to sacrifice ourselves in order to be liked. That's where it can come from, which I think we've all done. Um, so what the fuck is trauma and what does healing even mean? How do we know we have trauma and how can we empower ourselves with healing? Okay. So before we begin, explore below any trauma you've experienced that you believe may be affecting your life. So if there's anything that comes to mind. Think of a time when you, you know, put people pleasing back in this if needed. Lord of the circles closed now, isn't it? Yeah. Have you got yeah. Yeah. Did you just say we have Mo? Yeah. Oh, I've been worrying about you, Mo. I was like, I need to get Mo in. Let's see if she <clears> yeah. Yeah, she's here. Just she's just come in. She might be careful. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah. I'm here. Oh, she's here. Yeah. Yeah. She's here. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so my tea difficulties then. They did not matter. Wouldn't let me use the link. Right, Liz. Is there a retrograde or something? That's because we're all having this, aren't we? These yeah. um, electronic problems. We were saying this before. Yeah, I think we are. I, that that was an absolute joke at the airport yesterday. We told everybody that the flight was um, six hours delayed. He tried to book me on an alternative flight and I said, no, I'll wait because the other ones had connections over the following day. Everyone with families and everything, I'd like booked hotels and booked flights for the next day and sorted connection flights out and it was a big misunderstanding. The flight wasn't even delayed. Just weird that, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know what's going on. So, yeah, let's um, explore any trauma that you experience that you believe may be affecting your life. What so else would it be, Liz? Like what? So you've got like pe people pleasing. What other kinds are like? I tell them when you've when you've felt like unheard, um, not accepted, um unloved, um, undervalued. When you um, haven't listened to your own needs or you've felt like you've needed to be someone else, basically. Yeah. You've felt like you've needed to 
to be someone else to be accepted. I've got loads of trauma. Because when you look at it like that, it opens it up, doesn't it? It's not like... Everyone thinks, oh my God, you must have had like, you must have had to have like a drastic childhood, you know? And don't get me wrong, like, it can stem from that. Uh, This this one is just um, what you think just straight off the bat, Claire. And then in a minute, we're going to go through like it much more detail and then see Uh, if you've changed your mind you know like once you've got more knowledge about uh, what what it could be so just for this one just write what is like in the forefront of your mind if there's anything yeah. you might think there's nothing right now and then um yeah then i'll let liz break <laughs> <laughs> i know i'm no good at these questions things i'm just like I think we all have like precon- preconceived ideas of what, like it's got to be some major events, don't we? But what we're going to realize in this yeah. is it's not, is it? What's no. traumatic to you is traumatic to you. That's valid. Yeah. Yeah. People need to know this, like in general. I'm gonna be in bed by eight o'clock, gang. Why? Dark. Goes dark. It just go from light to dark in seconds. Yeah, I was swimming and it was pitch black. You should go in. What are we always like? Oh my god, pitch black. Maybe there's probably lights here, but I just don't. Um, oh yeah, there's a light there on the wall. I was doing the dishes last night with the um, torch. <laughs> Because I didn't want no animals to smell the food. It's like, quick, run. It's like Bear grills, Liz. <laughs> I know. I'm just, I'm so lucky that someone took me to the supermarket, really, yesterday. How far away okay, are you the supermarket? The supermarket? <laughs> um, <laughs> you get the pinch trail. It wasn't actually far. This is actually a small town called Peston Town. He said to me, if you walk to the bottom of the walkway there, there's a cafe that opens from, from 7 till 2, but there's really nowhere else that you can walk. Um, the reason why I booked this was because he, he said to me that it's, it's a few minutes away from the beach, but then he told me when I got here that we don't do transport, we don't do taxis or anything. So if you want to go to the beach, you just go to the bottom and hitchhike. And I was like, no. Oh. <laughs> yeah, because I don't know whose car I'm getting in. You know, like, just safety-wise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the yeah, beach can wait. Yeah, I don't. Uh, yeah, I'm. I need to. I'm just on the beach. <laughs> right. Okay. We're going to the next one. Is everyone good? Yeah. Everyone got something. <coughs> okay. How do we know if we have trauma? Trauma can come from any event where we didn't feel safe, heard, accepted, and so much more. Now, we don't have to have had parents who weren't equipped for a traumatic event for trauma to occur, although trauma comes from there too. 
We could have faced adversity once or more than once. Small events over and over are a huge, impactful event. Now, this isn't the attachment styles that we've talked about before. Um, this is a whole other thing. So you can even suffer trauma from a loss of a loved one or a traumatic accident, even a natural disaster. Um, okay, so before we get started on what it is and how it shows up, Let's look at some scientific research which shows evidence-based outcomes. Trauma can come from different forms of abuse, physical, sexual, emotional, or neglect. If our environment is associated with things such as violence, alcoholism, drug abuse, poor mental health, or conflict between adults, this can have a substantial impact on our development and can cause lifelong problems with educational achievements, health relationships, and longevity. Trauma can stem, stem from abnormal situations or sudden changes in our life, such as family member in prison, having to live in care, parents divorced, or separation through death in the family. Other early traumas can include being exploited, gang memberships, having too much responsibility, being a young carer, critical illness, prejudice, or migration. Okay. Trauma can also stem from life events that we may not initially perceive as traumatic. Losing a job, bullying, physical or mental illness, um, divorce, just conflict with family members, um, not being seen or heard as a child, absence or neglect of caregivers, boundary um, violation, stress at work, frequent moves in childhood, pet dying, emotional or verbal abuse, financial or legal worries. When the body experiences stress, it releases stress hormones such as cortisol and adrenaline. Although these hormones have a positive role in survival, continuous high levels of prolonged exposure can be harmful and toxic. Regulating cortisol can lead to wear and tear, which is chronic effects of various organs, systems, including the brain. Positive and negative experiences stimulate the brain, causing it to form neural pathways. These pathways lay the foundation for lifelong cognitive and behavioral functions. The architecture of the brain is formed through positive interactions between us and caregivers. The more we experience positive interactions, the stronger the neural connections are in our brain. This is the foundation for good mental function. Stresses can be activated by loss of a loved one, a frightening injury or a natural disaster. When we experience strong feet and prolonged adversity, it is known as toxic stress. The level of stress affects the cognitive impairment later in adult life as it prolongs the stress response systems. This can disrupt the development of the brain architecture and other organ systems, as well as increase the risk of stress-related diseases. When faced with a threat, our system goes into fight or flight mode. We can respond by running away, we can fight, we can freeze. After the body experiences this response, stress levels come back down again to relax and recover. So there's three different stress levels. Right now, we're just going to talk about the toxic um, 
stress and we'll do something else on the, if you want to know more about the different levels and um, whenever we suffer chronic stresses the body does not come back down instead it goes into a permanent high state of alertness hello survival mode Women who had experienced one adversity during childhood had 66% increase in premature death. Those who experienced two or more had 80% increase. Men who experienced two or more adversities in childhood had 57% chance of premature death. Didn't move that back into notes. Um, so Bellis basically, um, who's a researcher, basically found, along with a group of other people, a towel, that a towel just means him and others, him and others in 2014, found that for every 100 people in England, 48 had suffered early childhood trauma. 52% of people suffered no adverse experiences in childhood and 23% experienced one. 16% suffered two to three and 9% suffered four or more. Chronic feelings of emptiness. Trauma responses can look like chronic feelings of emptiness, given into breathless impulses and not caring for personal safety, a negative worldview, dwindling trust for others, Agreeing to things to keep peace, trying to control, saying yes because we're scared of losing security, feeling responsible for other people's happiness, feeling on guard all the time, and seeking constant escapism. I've had all that. Now, using what you've just learned about the forms of trauma, answer question one again. Explore below any trauma you've experienced that you believe may be affecting your life.
Has anyone got something? Ready, yeah? <coughs> Did your second answer differ from your first anyway? What have you discovered about yourself so far in the workshop? Okay, we'll move on to the next one. So we know what we've experienced, but how do we know if trauma is showing up in our life now? Sounds of trauma may be showing up in our life. Codependency, resistant change, can't say no, survival mode, illness, lack of motivation, insomnia, people pleasing, lack of discipline, low mood irritable, worst case scenario thinking, short fused, overactive mind, toxic relationship, low self-image, intrusive thoughts, anxiety, feeling hopeless, imposter syndrome, procrastination, perfectionism, excitality, over-apologizing, fear of abandonment, OCD, fear of positive change, feeling stuck, destination syndrome, over-scheduling, addiction to alcohol, intimacy, drugs, shopping or work, brain fog, difficulty with love and intimacy and depression. I've also had all of them. <laughs> Do you have any trauma responses showing up? These are like, uh, what's the word? Um, what's the word called when you get something because of something else? Like a clever word. Byproduct. What? What do you say, Amber? Chain reactions. Chain, yeah, like a byproduct. So, like, probably same, same anyway, yeah. But, like, because of that, we get that. I'm just going to pull that um, image for everyone yeah. if they want to look at it again. Can you see that, Liz? Yeah. There's loads I haven't got anymore. Yeah. Anymore. 
<laughs> and you know, things pop up every now and again, don't be like when things go, they don't it's not like, oh I've done that, it's like never gonna come back. Like I still like question myself like on a lot of things, you know, if if I'm triggered, then I'll go back to short fuse. If I'm triggered, I'll go back to overactive mind again. Do you think you can ever not be triggered? Or is yeah, that like, maybe? Like Sorry. you just like you know, like the when we said like chain reaction, like you're learning to manage your triggers so you don't go to the next link on the chain, if that makes sense. Yeah, well, you can basically. I believe that you can get to a place where you're not triggered, and I just think that's called awareness. Yeah. Like yeah. I feel like for me, trigger means like <gasps> like you, you're taking back the pain, and where there's a trigger, there's a wound, and where there's a wound, there's trauma, and where there's trauma, there's healing. So. I'll say, like, oh, I was triggered. And sometimes I could be laughing at my trigger because yeah. I'm just that aware of it. You know, like, something will happen and, like, I'll just burst out laughing and think, oh, my God, this was me a few years ago. I've been doing a fine job now. Mm. So it depends what you mean. Like, you mean, like, it hurt you or not? Yeah, but, like, so you are being control of your emotions where really, you won't allow it to hurt you anymore. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And it, it, it's getting that, you know, remaining calm in every situation. And responding rather than reacting. Because the reaction can come from that. I think it's like what you said, Liz, isn't it? Isn't it? The awareness. To, aware, to be aware that something's triggered you and something then you can do something about it if you've got no awareness you just act out don't you because yeah. you don't even know you're doing it till maybe you go why did you do that yeah and that's the thing isn't it like many of us won't know on a lot of stuff and then after it we'll be annoyed and then we didn't know why we're annoyed or why we done what we done and you know why we reacted that way why so being responsive isn't it it's like bang bang to everything and, and the majority of people are walking around like that what do you mean? I don't mean that. Do you mean that? You know, like, and you're like, what? Sometimes you can sense where people are going with things as well, can't you? You know, um, like sort of, not necessarily to try and to wind it up, but sometimes you, you can see where it could be a conversation or something, or the way people are acting out in a pub or something, and you just got to like move away from it, haven't you? Kind of thing, take yourself out the equation. Yeah, because if it bothers you, then there's something there again, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Someone else could be looking at the exact same situation and not be, not feel anything about it. When it bothers us, it's like, why is it bothering me? Yeah, I've been in that a few times, you know, when you, you can just sense something. Not, yeah. Not someone, not necessarily to be a mean, but you can see the way a situation's going to turn or something. You're like, oh, I'm out of here. I'm getting off. Get me gone. 
we're going to have the um the visualizations on the app soon so i can't wait for everyone to get them this will help us stay um calm and respond rather than react you know just doing one of them a few times a day a few minutes for Everyone okay? Yeah, should we move on or do you want some more time or? Okay. All good, yeah? Okay. How does this make you feel? Being honest with yourself right now, face me, sleeping wise. Okay, here we go. Most important part is how do we get rid of that? I never told you there was one sure file way to get rid of it all, just one way. Get rid of everything as it is, and it's called repairing. This is where you treat yourself like a child. <laughs> you look out for yourself, and you discipline yourself, and nurture yourself. You talk kindly to yourself, and you take really, really good care of yourself. And be who you needed when you were younger. Why you need to reparent yourself? Ninety percent of our brain is formed before we're age five. We're like a sponge in our brain, and like a tape recorder with this time, it's taking everything in. Treat yourself like you would treat a child. Parents has two jobs. Nature. You give this to yourself by validating yourself, by loving yourself, and by sympathizing with yourself. And discipline. You give this to yourself by setting boundaries, making promises to yourself, and giving yourself structure. Giving birth to yourself will help you in many areas. There's a few examples of standing in your power. Forever. Boost self confidence. 
help with anxiety. Stopping procrastination and overcoming fear. So that's a few things, but all the other things that we just mentioned as well. As a child, not all of our nurturing discipline needs were met. As a result, we can become people pleasers, self-sabotage, get into toxic relationships, undervalue ourselves, and so much more. You know, now, just while we're on this point here, like, um, we are not, it's difficult for a parent to meet every single need, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, so when we were younger, we were told, if you pick, if you pick the kids up when they cry, they become spoiled. And that's the time that our bonds formed, you know, from when we're born to 18 months. That's the time when our bond is our attachment style is formed through then, which basically we relive relationships through. And then there's parents who maybe wasn't very disciplined themselves, wouldn't have gave much structure. You know, so it's not to say that if you need to reparent yourselves because you're using parenting, it's just not everyone had, you know, these these tools and, and this knowledge then so when in a child wounds we've got a guilt wound abandonment wounds neglect wounds and a trust wound so a guilt wound um feels sorry or bad doesn't like to ask for things uses a guilt to manipulate is afraid to set boundaries normally attracts people who make them feel guilty abandonment wound feels left out fears being left out hates being alone codependent, threatens to leave, normally attracts emotionally unavailable people. A trust wound is afraid to be hurt, doesn't trust themselves, find ways to not trust people, feels insecure and needs lots of external validation, doesn't feel safe and normally attracts people who don't make them feel safe. Neglect wound in struggles to let things go. Has low self-worth, gets angry easily, struggles to say no, depresses emotions, fears of being vulnerable, normally attracts people who don't appreciate them or make them feel seen. Your subconscious mind is a record of childhood in parenting within a child. How do you feel right now in this moment? What resonated with you or stood out for you most on the slides and why?
Sound good? Yeah. Yeah, okay. We're going to move forward into healing even further shortly, but right now, does anyone want to talk about anything that we've discussed so far? It's a lot to take in, isn't it? Yeah, there's definitely a lot to take in. I, I, I just feel quite confused, to be honest. Okay. Um, <clears throat> like, I know what I've got down, but I don't know, like, kind of... Maybe we'll obviously come on to that, but I don't know no, go where... Go on, tell me. I don't know where it's, like, coming from. Do you know what I mean? I know how I feel um, and stuff like that, but I don't know where it's coming from. You, you mean you, you mean you know you know that you've got some trauma responses, but you don't know where the where where the trauma was created. Basically, yeah. You need okay. to like try and go back back to when you've had that feeling before. So, like my trauma um, was about five years ago, but it initially stemmed from fifteen years ago. But the same trauma happened again to me, so it must have happened to you before somewhere mm. there can be times that you're never going to know of though Claire as well you might never yeah. find out what it is yeah that's it because it's a lot of time to think back isn't it all this starts as well like I'm only more educated on like trauma like from beer and it, it is something that I'm going to look into more but it can stem like from when you're inside your stomach and everything See, I've I've read about things like that. Yeah, and then you've got like ancestral wounds. Yeah, yeah, through generations and stuff like that. Mm. And then you've got like your soul. You know what I mean? So I never normally like try and find the point. I just try and find out what's the fucking thing that's happening to me, and how does it go? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Otherwise. Mm. You know when you're triggered, like, if you find a situation triggering, then that's where the traumas come from. Mm. There will have been a situation, like Beth was saying before, prior, where you felt that same feeling and that's where the triggers came from. So, yeah, it's getting hold of that piece of wool, isn't it, at the end and, like, trailing it back. Yeah, yeah. So when does it feel like that? Like, right mm. now, if you, got, if you went out tomorrow and got triggered then you'd be like okay anyone else would look at the situation and be like okay it's not that much clear why are you going yeah and you'd yeah. be like but it is to me so that's a trigger so when mm. did i feel like this the last time before and when did yeah. it feel like this before then like follow the trigger and go from there like, 
yeah like what like really upset you do you know what I mean mm. I was just about to say that it's I feel like it's just the emotion I don't actually know the situation but it's the trauma gives me an emotion so I start to doubt myself and then I start looking to other people for the answers and then I start obviously then I've just got a lot of fear and I think that's what my triggers are yeah and you know when you feel them type of emotions don't you like it's like a vulnerable feeling yeah. as well yeah. you can feel like like I mean, when you're hungover uh, like <laughs> vulnerable feeling yeah like vulnerable and you're like wow I don't feel like that be right by, back to like when you were a toddler or a baby though as your saddlers because it's like yeah. could be yeah. I know mine comes from like I think when I was seven or eight and uh, I came came back from a trip and there was nobody to pick me up but we didn't I mean show me age now we didn't have a phone and no one had told me mum and dad that the, the coach was coming back from Kent early so I was left there and they let me tr- like carry a big case home from the school imagine that happening these days and um, like I got to the door of our house and it was um, all the curtains were drawn and like I don't know about where you lived in Liverpool but where I lived if the curtains were drawn it meant someone had died so I was like I just got to the door and burst into tears and it was because my little sister who's five years younger than me um, she she had um, measles but she had them in her eyes so we had to keep the house in darkness and like my mum and dad like were mortified but that feeling of abandonment and not being wanted that like was like really stuck a cut I mean because I wasn't processing it as an adult I was processing it as a child and that's the mm. trouble isn't it yeah if you're in a child still acting out if you're in a child yeah. that's still acting out now yeah. you know if it's if it's come from a child or we can get trauma through relationships how we've been treated you know how we've treated ourselves we can get trauma it just depends where we're coming from here you know do you feel better about that Claire? yeah there's just a lot to think about isn't there oh yeah it's a, it, it's a lot yeah there's a lot it, it's then, a big it's a big one isn't it yeah the paper i was writing on this took me months 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 right mm. interesting though i love it yeah yeah because it was it was more like uh, me having an opinion than experiencing it or me finding actual scientific studies of reference where of people who and research this, do you know what I mean? Mm. And then listening to what their outcomes was, and looking at their studies, and seeing what they'd wrote, and then weighing it all up, and then piecing it all back to this. Gabor Mate, actually, you've heard of him, haven't you? Who? Gabor Mate. No. You will, you will have done. Have a look though, because he's a bit like. You know, Joe Dispenza. Oh, yeah. Um, well, he's just one. done um, a podcast, podcast or YouTube video. He's, he's so interested on trauma, actually. Oh, okay. Which has just reminded me. I might try and put the link I can on the, on the app. Circle. I don't know whether it'll let me. Yeah. Yeah, but I He's just had his film, Claire, hasn't he? Um, 
like, like is that what it was i've seen it, it advertised it's on like loads of podcasts and stuff and he's, he's amazing uh, isn't he yeah i don't know whether they used to be a psych he wasn't a psychiatrist he was some sort of medical professional then yeah he was in, something like that wasn't he yeah like researched and trained in um addiction trauma to do mm. with um addic- like addiction wasn't it but then he goes to all the aces liz and his film oh, is wow. wisdom wisdom of trauma and he interviews like some famous people and homeless people and different people from um america wow. and his like big big goal in Where's life is to well if you go on if you go on like, like as clay said um gabor mate yeah wisdom of trauma is the film but he's just done um like a show where you donated like a couple of quid to watch it but he's got like podcasts and it'll be all, all over youtube or whatever anyway he's a massive isn't he he's basically saying you he, he want he thinks that the world should be trauma informed so we should deal yeah. with each other at, like in a trauma informed so that we understand that it's about understand experience, experiences yeah. that you've had not who you are doesn't don't make mm. you who you are yeah so he's very much like what what we say around having an awareness that it's what's happened to you not just who you are and you've got to live with that are. forever you can do you can do you can deal with it yeah. it's very much yeah. about like feeling the feelings like that you've got to you can't just suppress feelings like anger or sadness or we go through them to heal and stuff like that yeah it's like, yeah yeah I definitely think like the knowledge of this stores of stuff has helped me that's why I probably trained in social work because I needed to, like I spoke to you before, haven't I, about the need to fully understand my experience. And then I think that that's what that knowledge has meant that I've been able to f- truly understand stuff and overcome yeah. stuff, probably. So I think when you just... Yeah, you heal yourself through um, your processes, don't you? Yeah, and the knowledge that you gain and you're like the light bulb moments go off and um, yeah. it, it's dead in, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I try not to look too much at other people's stuff. Like I don't, um, just because like I'm on my like journey, you know, on my path, like getting my way. I don't like to look too much at like other people that do similar stuff to what my message is in case I get like pulled. Do you know what I mean? Oh. I want to create like an authentic message like from Mm. me. And I find it difficult to to do that if, if there's loads of stuff going on. Things I've got nothing to do with what I do, yeah. But, yeah, I just think sometimes, like, I want to know that, like, my message is from nature, you know what I mean? More personalised, isn't it? It's a bit more authentic yeah. and sort of yeah. comes from your style of... Yeah, and I think I'm, I'm. I think I'm like worried that like if I look at other people's stuff, like I might end up like a copy of someone's style. That's not me. You know what I mean? Is that like so imposter like, syndrome? Imposter syndrome is when like you don't you don't think that you're able to be um what you want to be. So you so it's not pretending to be somebody else. It's pretending. To be what you think you should be. Not seeing your worth, basically, imposter syndrome. 
not like not not, not seeing feeling like you're not worthy imposter syndrome. they never quite understand that yeah imposter syndrome is like holding yourself back basically say you'd have a business but you wouldn't post on social media then you hold yourself back yeah like imposter syndrome like you might be highly skilled or you don't think you deserve the job so you don't get the interview I've got that have you? yeah I had it I had it for ages and, and you never would have knew that I had it either because I was always so out there Mm. it's a bit of a feeling like you feel as though you're going to be found out you're not really good enough for this job or this whatever and somebody's going to feel like you don't belong there yeah (laughs) what is it rattlesnakes rattlesnakes Mm -hmm. is that the only go in the filter on the you know you don't go in it or not yeah just in the filter Close enough. Um, yeah. Um, sorry. Can I ask a question? Just yeah, you... please. Um, just going because you said that. Um, you know about the trauma. You know, with my face out and the ADHD. Do you think? On what ADHD. Yeah. They could be connected. Because when we've yeah. spoken to like psychologists in the school and their teachers, because of what she's been through, they're like, well, it could be ADHD, but could be trauma because she shows a lot of. Those I don't bad. believe in ADHD. Okay. I know it's there. I know it's there. Yeah. But I don't believe in the labels that they're giving kids because no, no. most of it comes from trauma. Okay. Most of it, even, yeah. I believe that all minded. I believe all mine came from there. I was spoken to, speaking to somebody in New York. I met two people on this walk on the High Line, and um, they were saying that they're trying to change things in America to stop doing that because they've been doing studies with um, children like this. He was he was like higher than doctor. He was even higher than professor. He was like some sort of like he was really really skilled in um, in psychotherapy and psychology, and they've been taking um groups of children who have been diagnosed with ADHD and all these other things and have back-traced things to trauma. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're given, basically the same, what people are doing is giving people, like, medication rather yeah. than sorting out the problem. But then the problem, they relive the patterns anyway in their life. Yeah. Can that be, like, a traumatic birth or... Do you know what? I, I I don't want to answer the bear thing because I don't know. I don't mm. know about that. I only actually know from when the baby is in the world. Um, but I do want to do some research on, like, in the womb and stuff like that. I am, I am, um, I am really interested in it. But it's just that it's like a whole separate study into what I do because, like, psychology, like, don't believe in that. But I do believe in it. So I'm like, so, you know. <laughs> I have been um, told that they relate ADHD to traumatic birth and might have was traumatic birth with birth. Yeah. yeah. 
but with us, I'm sure that that's trauma, isn't it? I'm sure it is because it's traumatic there. Oh yeah, very traumatic. More for her than for me. So I can yeah. see that. But then, you know, obviously other things that have happened over the years and stuff would add to that. So yeah, it's exact same. Know. It's exact same for the kids though. Reparenting. Yeah. Well, it's it, exact same. yeah, that's why I'm asking because I'm like, oh, because we don't meditate, so don't. I don't, it's just not for us because I yeah. feel like there's nothing I can do to help her there's other ways yeah you know mm. I, I med- like meditation really I'm more of I'm more visualization than I am meditation meditation I have to yeah, try true. harder for but yeah. I'm more visualization and if they would love that you know just three yeah. minutes it's just calmness yeah. isn't it like and they'll be on the app as well soon we'll even probably we're going to do some kids ones because we're in the middle of writing a program for the schools at the minute oh, that's so yeah, yeah. we'll do some workshop on the kids stuff as well. I think I think yeah. we'll all love that stuff. Yeah. And, and then you know, with the kids sorry. With kids, sometimes you just form a personality trait, aren't you? And they're just strong and they're just there. Mm. Yeah. Because it's like Amriel, my mum laughs because I call her Amy. And she says I give her the right name because she's like, I'm me, I'm me. And she's been like that since before. She, and she's never been left out because she wouldn't allow herself to be left out. But like little things, like today we were doing the garden and I've moved the gnomes around. And without even knowing, I've put her gnome at the back and she's devastated. But where does that come from at five years of age? Which, that she's devastated because her gnome's at the back? Because I've put her gnome at the back. Well, there's different concepts in learning ages. Like, there's, like, zero to two, and then there's two to four, and there's four to seven. Like, kids don't even understand sharing until they're seven. Mm. Like, Jackson's birthday was on the 16th of July, and she, like, sobbed uncontrollably from the minute she got up and needed to know how many days it was till her birthday, and why was his birthday before her birthday, and, yeah. Yeah, kids are kids. A child develops as a development of the brain. Uh, kids are like egocentric, so they're like seven. But parents mm. don't know that, and they're saying, "Don't be a fucking brat," you know, mm. <laughs> like because like you haven't shared, like you won't give you a toy, or like there's different development ages. They're yeah. not even they're not even formed yet. Because I just she like she fascinates me, but she baffles me at the same time, which is lovely. Because I just think, where does like. Jacks or Neve would never have, but they wouldn't have known. As long as they had known was there, they wouldn't have been bothered. She's like, "Why would you do that to me?" Oh, okay. So it's just something with her specifically. Yeah. And she is feisty, you know. Like she, she's there's only one of her. She is thingy, yeah. but but I do. It's like she's generally like. There's like big ploppy tears, her lips swell up, her eyes closed over, and everything. By the time she finished bawling. Just sit there going like, but I'm real. I put it on a brick and it's higher than everybody else's. So it might yeah, be the I back think, of yours. Is- yeah, I think you can't really judge like a child's traits until they're developed. Personally, yeah. that's what I think. Um, and if you want to do the different development ages for the kids, like we can do that if you want, and we can talk yeah. around, you know, like which stages and where they are and what happens and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. we can do that like on another thing but yeah I we are all born with traits as well but then mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that are not developed in us until we're a bit older yeah, she's been like that since before she could talk because that's the running joke Amy yeah. and me 
because like <laughs> you do you do put like a packet for Jacks and she'd be in the high chair going, I'm me, I'm me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so it's just but she and then but she is generally never because she couldn't be left out because she wouldn't allow herself to be left out. So it's yeah. not like so it's just baffling. And then you just you worrying all the time, like going like does she feel but maybe it's just something that will become a quality like she'll just be yeah like, she'll she'll use it I mean until until like until like she's she's developed you know it's mm. it's hard to make a, a judgment of how something's yeah. gonna be do you know what I mean mm. but all that we need to look at is nature and discipline that's what we need and that's exactly what we need yeah it's exactly the same it's exactly the same. Mm. You can repair a child she, at any time. Yeah. She like, loves like she loves like going to the edge of walls, edge of walls and stuff. You know, just like I know she's doing it just because she she wants the reaction from me. I'm yeah, doing some assault. Yeah. Uh, so, but yeah, she's just she's one of her own. Yeah. She keeps me on my toes anyway. <laughs> Good. Yeah, and it's never too late for us, is it? Either like what you were saying before. You know, we we're we're all reparenting ourselves now. So it's never too late for a child. It's never like, oh my god, them developments zero to seven, that's it now. Like if that was it, then I wouldn't be here. Yeah. I've I've rewired mine after that age. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We we all are. I think because when you're on this journey as well, you can get you can panic about it when you've got kids. Oh, so if that's that, then if I've done that, and then if this happened, um, it's hard to look at, but it's, just do it then, what we're doing with us, and do it together. Yeah, you I think that. You posted the thing, didn't you, Vish? Didn't you post the planner thing the other day? Yeah, she loves yeah. that. Well, today... See, because she's got control, that's why. Mm. She needs control, control and love. They want to know what they're doing. Let me know. Oh, well, we've we've done a whole poster for a birthday today. So, yeah. So she's all right sheets. Them planner sheets you use with them. What well, are you gonna we say just made one. We just made one today. Made one. With all the colours and stuff. But but like it is fascinating because sit there just like you are like hilarious. Like she is hilarious. <laughs> what did you say? What, what did, did you say? What did you say? <laughs> yeah. So we've got a, and I've even had to write on it. Order the cake from Costco. Order the balloons. She she's just she's over the room with it. Yeah. So she knows her way. That's it. They just need uh, they just need control as well as love, isn't it? And the, the control and discipline is control as in knowing where what they need to do, but also they need like they need like restrictions and boundaries and that, you know. And we we don't grow up with any of them, we just mm. um we can struggle later. What were you gonna say, Claire? No, I was just going to say, it can be tricky when you're doing this, when you have got kids, because you're thinking, oh, God. You know, I remember when I started training as a counsellor as well, that got me thinking. Um, yeah. But it would be good <clears throat> if we could do something yeah. on, like, the developmental ages. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, we will, definitely. It just gives you, like, an understanding of, like, what they know and when. Like, yeah, because otherwise sometimes I can talk to my seven-year-old probably like an adult because I think she's mature yeah. and stuff like that and, yeah. and all the rest of it but actually she's only seven mm. and you know 
And what have you? Yeah, the teenagers is like the hardest, isn't it? The teenagers is like, like we lose half of our brain functions as a teenager. We lose half of our brain cells and we're addicted to adrenaline. Tell me about it, I've got two of them. The one mm-hmm. just to the end of But it, it's sort of like normal, not that it's not normal, but it's like normalising this kind of way into just general life now, isn't it? You know? Yeah. And trying, not, not forcing it on, on people because pe- people sort of can shy away when you, but it's just sort of trying to make it the norm and, you know, where you yeah. teach them, you know, manners and things as growing up, it's sort of trying to bring this kind of way which we weren't shown into the, the forefront. Yeah. It's definitely what has to happen now. Like, ugh, it's got to happen. Like, imagine all the years we just save. Yeah. It's explaining it. I struggle to explain it. I tried to explain to my eldest, who's 17, about perception. And now I've just got that shown in my face. <laughs> but that's just your perception. That's your fault. No. <laughs> what do you think? That's your perception. <laughs> <laughs> that's your fault that you feel like that <laughs> sorry about that mum sorry you feel like that <laughs> you know what my elder says that sounds like a you problem yeah. <laughs> oh god I couldn't cope oh my god I couldn't I couldn't cope I have my kids living here, homeschooled, no mates. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll be running around with the rattlesnake. <laughs> she, she had a finger in a guinea pig's mouth in the farm on Saturday. Oh, wow. She, she was like feeling its teeth and it was just like letting her. But I thought it must sense that she's not scared. Yeah. Jax was horrified. Jax was like, oh my God, what is she doing? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so how do we cope with triggered trauma um, memories? So we can get moving. So getting our body moving to release the endorphins and shift your body's response. So basically um, energy stored in our body and it comes out through emotion. It needs to come out. And moving is a way to get things, um, get releasing trauma basically. Just moving. Um, use grounding techniques. So bringing yourself into the present by getting in touch with your senses. So, you know, meditation hasn't got to be half an hour sit there like this. It could just be like focus on something. That's a form of meditation. It could be colouring, could be doing someone's hair colour, it could be cooking. Um, and there's lots of different grounding techniques that we can use. Just basically bringing it back to this present. Practicing self care, so running about warm bath, putting your coats on, and giving yourself the nurture that you need. Just taking super good care of yourself. So imagine at that point you had a little girl and she was three and she was sick. What would you do? That's why I feel so nice, you know, when we get like bath and put our dramas on, we get a good sick. Go outside, so this is a great place to apply grounding techniques and breathing in the fresh air. 
Um, let emotions be. So allow yourself to process the emotions and with patience. Journaling, allow it to all flow and get it all out on paper and how, how you feel. This helps us to process our thoughts rather than bury them. Um, reach out. Having a sense of community is essential to avoid falling prey to isolation. It really helps us feel part of the community, know that it's not just us. And yeah, we all feel like this. Mm-hmm. Um, so you understand and know yourself better than anyone else in the world. Take this power and move forward with it. Empower yourself. You can't ourselves. It doesn't just happen overnight. It takes time. So right here, all the things that you can do for yourself when you feel triggered by your traumas or to prevent you becoming triggered whilst you're healing. You may choose some we have discussed, or you may want to keep them. You do you, your way. Just getting aware of your trauma responses is just massive in itself. Okay, we'll move on to the next one. This is your healing list. Keep this with you so you can look at it and whenever you feel you need it, the sound will start interrupting the triggers and reframing them into positive healing. Neural pathways in our brain to take your power back. Like, I'm still not comfortable with the word healing. Like, I just believe healing just means make peace. Just make peace. So when you feel like you're triggered to something, just making peace with it. Because there's nothing wrong with any of us. Never. Never have been. So write down here all the reasons why you deserve to heal. Be at peace. Reaffirm your self-worth. You're always enough. You don't need anyone else. You have all you need to heal within you.
I don't know what next one. Write down what a difference it would be to have control of all these trauma responses. How different would that make your life? You didn't feel imposter syndrome. He went for the things he wanted to do. Didn't procrastinate. He didn't, you know, shy away from new connections. Whatever your trauma responses may be, the opposite of that. How different would life be? Be peaceful, that's for sure. No anxiety. Know, um, roller coaster moods. Do you think that would be unrealistic, though? Do you no, know, but like, I'm living it. Yeah. No, but I mean, like, not having any. Is that what you mean by no. not having any? Um... No, once you get it, I think we always have them, but being yeah, aware yeah. of it. Yeah, once you yeah. get aware of it, once you get control over that, oh my God, like, it's like, it's like, it's like someone does something and everything freezes. Everything around you freezes so you get time to think about it. Yeah. And then the time freezes and then you respond how you want to respond, not how your trauma's told you to respond. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, sorry, I, was, I, I think I got the wrong end of the stick there. I was sort of thinking... No, no, tell me what I mean. I might have got the wrong end of the stick. Tell no, me. I, I, I thought you meant, like, if we didn't have any sort of triggers kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? It's the word. Oh, yeah, um, sorry. If we, didn't yeah, have any, so, if we didn't have any of the trauma responses yeah, that come yeah, from think, the triggers. Yeah. That, that, that's what I, I sort of... I, sort of I, thought you, I thought you meant the... Uh, yeah, thinking, yeah. You know, it could be something, you know, I'm not saying it's little, but it's like the dog situation. You don't like dogs, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Where yeah. people might go, oh, they're lovely and all that, but that's different because it's it's important to you. It's, you know, it's something you don't, you, you're not keen on. Like, that's but, a fear, isn't it? Not yeah, a trauma yeah. response. Yeah, but yeah, it's like. Yeah. So, like, Laura, will you just bring that list up again? Because that might make it easier, you know. 
but it's hard to know like what which list you know of all the different things that show up as trauma one that you just had up just before the picture with all of them on So this, how would life be without any of that? How would life be without any of that? And you know, things can show up again. Things can show up, but once you're aware of it, you can go, oh, that's that again. And you, you sort of got, got time to, to not do that rather than unconsciously walking in. Like all that I had unconscious. I wasn't aware if I had any of that. And I was just living my life every day like that. With all of that. I would get so much stuff done. Sorry? I would get so much stuff done. <laughs> it would be unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. So these are what like come from our triggers, aren't they? So someone, say for instance, um, survival mode, let's say. I could have an opportunity to come to do a job or whatever. And um, I could look at maybe what I was going to get paid. And then know that that would make me feel secure. So take it regardless of how it would make me feel, how much time I had. If I could even fit it in, even if it, if it was even in line with my values and who I was and what I wanted to do, just because it made me feel secure. Like a survival mood. Just always after the next, always keeping going, but that comes from trauma of not feeling worthy. Can't say no, like fear of fear of not being liked. Intrusive thoughts is you know the same as an overactive mind. Like you live in a head within anxiety, but at the same time you you because of the view that you have of yourself. Once the view of ourselves changes, our thoughts change and what other people think. And addiction can show up in so many things that we use, you know, like as numb and mine was worse. Um difficulty with like love or intimacy, like not wanting to get hurt, you know, abandonment wounds. Perfectionism. Again, it's, it's all weird. Procrastination, you know, not feeling good enough. Illness, suppressed emotions. Resistant change, fear of outcomes, overscheduling, not looking at like, not being present, 
the show of the family going on now. That fix a mentality. I was terrible with that. Oh my god! So I can save the world. Um. Yeah. So what difference would it make? Do not have any of them and why? And you know, everything shows back up, and we get new ones, and we work on them, and it's a journey, isn't it? Conscious, getting consciously aware. Okay, we'll go to the next one. Do you know what we're doing, gang? Oh, we're about to find out. We do our visualization. Just test the sound first. Just make sure. Can everyone still hear me? Or not? Is that too loud? Too loud, yeah? How about that? Can you hear it now? Yeah. Okay, start it again. Keeps kind of quiet for me, Les. I'm not sure if it does that to everyone. Yeah, it's going quiet for me too. Like the music or yeah, anything. Yeah. Is it because I've got these? It maybe. Is it connected? I don't know. It's not great. No. Are you better? It's just really faint. A lot now? Yeah, I think I think we had this when you had your um, pods in last time, you know. Might be them. What'd you say? Can you hear me? Yeah, that went really, really loud then. I could hear it then. Oh. I don't know what's going on here. What did you do? What did you do then? Well, Have I disconnected them. They might have just disconnected. I disconnected them straight away before, but they might have just... Um... So we're all good now, aren't we, anyway? Okay. And this music's good, yeah? Yeah. 
Just a bit loud. <laughs> okay. How about now? Yeah. Oh, now it's gone. What's going on? Yeah, I can't hear the music now, just you. Are you sure? It's the same microphone. Yeah. Right here, can't hear it. Right, so I'm just gonna have to put it higher then because we either can't hear it at all or try, it's too loud. I'll just talk louder. Try mute. Try muting everyone else. I think it might be picking up maybe us instead of yeah. Mute us all. You heard it. No. Yeah, you can hear it. Right. Okay. Let's go. <laughs> If we just loosen our shoulders and untighten our jaw, and just wiggle all your fingers and your toes and inhale, exhale. reacted with one of the trauma responses maybe you're about to put something on maybe you're about to sacrifice yourself whatever it is you find you do most of Imagine that moment now. Go back to a time when you let it last. Try and see clearly what you've done. It wasn't good for you. to go up to yourself, tap yourself, and when you turn around, just say no, no, this isn't good for me, this isn't serving me, this doesn't contribute to my growth, I don't self-sabotage, and give yourself a hug. Okay, now you're in the future. Imagine a new scenario where maybe before you would have reacted with one of these responses. How are you reacting now? 
How do you choose? How do you choose to act? Because it's always your choice. It's crazy how like how far you go, isn't it? In just three minutes. I'm like. Okay, so I actually fe I felt myself tap myself. That freaked me out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, <laughs> hey you, no. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah. So just write down here how you felt about that, and just be open and honest. And this is just how we're gonna change our behaviors now. Look at that, Liz. I've got me gin. Sorry? What? I said, I've got me gin. You've got me proper emotional now. Oh! oh. <laughs> That's good. It means you felt it. You went there. You went there. Yeah. I love that. Really helps us to, like, when it happens next time. We've already, you know, our mind doesn't know the difference between imagination and what's real. That's why most of the, like, you know, all the successful athletes, they all visualize their games, don't they, like, before they go on? It's like, it's like, a, it's like a brain trick. So it makes it easier next time when it's real. Okay, is there still more questions, Lord? Is there questions after that? It says 39 or 41. Um, there's just the end one, you know, the journal work. And then I think the last one is like a submit. Let me just check. Okay. Yeah, so there's your end of one. That one, how do you feel? What have you learned? How are you going to stay on track? Yeah. Okay. Then, yeah. yeah. Just uh, mm -hmm. let's stop. What did you say? Stop sharing. No, no, that's it. Yeah, let's stop sharing. But everyone, just write down what you've learned today. That was the last question. Just writing down what you've learned from from today. Yeah, these are like an hour and a half, aren't they? We need to make the live time earlier because the time is at home now, like 10 o'clock in Liverpool. Where's Jill? She's gone. Yeah, we said, Must be past 11 in Spain now. We said, didn't we, at the end of this round of the programme? So the first week of September, we're going to bring it forward half an hour, aren't we, if that's okay with everyone? Yeah, to eight. How's everyone feel?
good. I really enjoyed that one. Yeah. I enjoy them all. Um, I love the meditations, the visualizations. I always feel so chilled afterwards. You can't even say nothing after them, can you? <laughs> no, you like don't ask for nothing. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm like. I was thinking, is there more questions after that? Oh my god. They do, though, totally relax you, don't they? they uh, oh, you, know, you, you just don't want to like come a, back to you. You know, you've had like an hour of like your sort of brain being stimulated and pumped with information, and you just go into that and you're like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And it doesn't feel like three minutes, does it? No, not at all. It's weird. Lolly, where are you? Hi, I'm at a campsite and um yeah, I don't know, it's a caravan. Sorry, I don't know why it's a campsite in um Nantwich. Oh, it's lovely. Oh, so so peaceful. Nice. I'm just sitting outside lovely. in the dark. <laughs> oh god. Right, okay, gang. Well, um, unless anyone's got any questions, I'll let you all go and journal on all that. Because that was mm. like a lot, wasn't it? So much. Mama. I know. Um, but yeah, we'll um we've got a million and one things that we're gonna do every week anyway, because there's loads of ideas. What are we doing next week? What do you wanna do? I don't know, what do you wanna do? Thanks, Sarah. Do you wanna do the ages, the kids? Yeah, that'd be good actually. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's not just kids either. It's all, isn't it? It's our development, understanding our mm. own development as well. Yeah. If I want to do that, we'll go with that. Sounds good. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Well, have a gorgeous night, everyone. And you. Look after yourself. Thank you. See you, See soon. you soon. Thanks, Thanks very much. See you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.